Welcome back everybody to the channel. It is time for another villain profile video. That's where we're going to do an in-depth look at different Batman characters. And today we are talking Clayface. And gang, this is going to be my most in-depth villain profile video to date. Because typically we have their origin story, who portrays them, and then what they, uh, who they become. But holy buckets gang clayface has more first appearances than there are days in the week that's right we're going to look at some of the main ones we're not going to talk about all eight eight freaking different clayfaces because i don't have the time and you don't care so we're going to look at some of the main ones and with that being said let's talk comics <laughs> Once again, gang, thank you so much for tuning in. If this is your first time to the show, this is where we are doing a Batman villain profile. And this is where I do an in-depth look at different Batman villains and talk about first appearances, talk about uh, their appearances in movies or TVs or video games, what have you. And then I end it with talking about what are some of my comic books that I would recommend reading to get you into this character a little bit to see who it's about and what they bring to the table. And again, this is going to be my most in-depth one I've ever done yet because Clayface has eight different people that have portrayed the persona of Clayface. You don't get that very often in comics uh, with villains. It's, you know, two faces, Harvey Dent. Harvey Dent is Two-Face. Edward Nigma is the Riddler. The Riddler's Edward Nigma. You don't see this transition of secret identities to the persona of this villain very often, but they've done it with Clayface, and I think because they just never knew what they wanted to do with the Clayface character. So we're going to look at different Clayfaces, and the first one we're going to look at is the first ever Clayface in Batman universe, and that is Basil Carlo. Basil Carlo first appeared in 1940 in Detective Comics number 40. Gang, you aren't getting this first appearance unless you got money, and if you are getting this first appearance because you got money, send some to your boy's way because... I ain't getting it. <laughs> um, this is cool. We'll talk about kind of their origin stories a little bit, and then we'll talk about Clayface as a general, and then hop into comics that I would recommend reading. So Basil Carlo, the first ever detective, and it, you see this in first ever Clayface in detective comics. This is where you start to see uh, DC trying to feel out who they want their characters to be. This was 80 years ago. So I get it. You're going to have changes. You're going to have evolutions. The very first Clayface was an actor. And he used sculpting putty that they would use for film and stuff to disguise himself to do anything. He didn't have powers. He didn't have the, the clay shape shifting abilities that we've come to know and associate a lot with Clayface. Uh but this was, they've reintroduced the character in Batman continuity later on. And we might talk about, we'll see how I feel. But the first ever Clayface was Basil Carlo. And it's a really cool story where he is a an actor who is kind of on the downturn. And they are remaking one of his popular movies. And he is upset about this because he's not even being asked to 
be a cameo appearance in this movie. And so he starts to kill the main leads. And he uses this, like I said, the sculpting clay to mold his face to hide his identity. And gang, that is how we get our very first ever clay face. So, clay face one, Boris Carlo is down. Now we're going to move on to clay face number two, and that is Matt Hagen. Matt Hagen first appeared in Detective Comics 298. This is the Clayface that I think we more resonate with. We know Matt Hagen is the Clayface that is utilized in Batman the Animated Series. We'll talk about that more here in a little bit. But Matt Hagen is where he is a scuba diver here in this issue. And he goes and he uncovers this, this substance that takes over his body and allows him to shapeshift. And that is the Clayface that we've come to know and love. So you have Boris Carlo, who is the first one who doesn't really have the Clayface abilities that we've come to know in the character of Clayface. Matt Hagen is the first one that we see to have this shape-shifting ability. So to keep this with a little pace, we're just going to kind of mosey along and we'll see how they all converge into one mold of clay. Clayface number three is Preston Payne and first introduced to us cameo in 477, but first full appearance in Detective Comics 478. Now this is where they try to go a little different from the Matt Hagen Clayface. Preston Payne is a scientist who grew up with a rare disease and was trying to find ways that he could change his personality. Not personality because he has a great personality. His looks. And so what he is doing is he's going to plastic surgeries uh, and they all are like, nothing's going to work. So then he hears about Matt Hagen, who is locked up in jail, and about his ability to shapeshift as Clayface. And he's like, I need to know what I can get. And long story short, Preston Payne gets the blood from Matt Hagen and utilizes that to try to make himself into a Clayface. But this Clayface stuff goes wrong right off the bat. He changes into characters, but then he'll basically if he touches you he melts you into a puddle of clay i hate this iteration of Clayface, um and so he has this like weird mr freeze suit now to protect other people from it and it just gets weird for me so i'm not a preston Payne Clayface fan at all but if you want to get his first appearance, you probably get it for like five bucks at your local comic shop. Just saying. Clayface 3 in the books. So that was three. We had Boris Carlo. We had Matt Hagen. We have Preston Payne. Now we're moving on to Clayface number four. But you know this Clayface better as Lady Clay, also known as Sandra Fuller, who makes her first appearance in Outsiders issue number 21. This is where we get exposed to, again, very similar to a Matt Hagen Clayface number two, shape-shifting ability, taking on the identity of other people by forming their bodies into this perspective. And I think these are the Clayfaces that work i think this is the clay face that we've come to know and love are the ones who have the ability it's a grotesque kind of clay face blob but then can shape shift into different characters i think that's what people want to see in their clay faces we've seen present pain with a more of a horror route with the melting people 
I think it's Clayface number five, who is a love child of Preston Payne and Lady Clay, who meet up with Clay One, Clayface One in prison in the mud pack. It's just this really weird convoluted story. They have a kid, and that kid then like is Clayface, but that Clayface is like telekinetic Clayface who can just literally just think about it and you'll melt. And so he has like that press and pain powers and and then you have like Clayface six, seven, and eight, and I don't really care about six, seven, and eight. So we're not gonna talk about them. If you want to, I'm sure you can Google Clayfaces and find out. All you need to know about Clayface 5, 6, 7, and 8. We're going to really focus in on 4, but probably even more so on the 3. Uh, the first 3 Clayfaces. With that being said, let's talk TV appearances. So whenever I do these villain profile videos, I love to talk about TV and movie appearances. I don't think we're going to get a movie appearance uh very soon with Clayface. If it's live action, you just it's going to be so hard to pull it off in ways. I know, I think us movie geeky nerds are going to be like, the CGI is horrible. So we're going to stick with our Clayface and animation mod. I think that's what we're going to get. Most of us were first introduced to Clayface in Batman the Animated Series. Uh, he had Three episodes, uh, Feet of Clay, which is part one and two, where we get the origin story, and Mudside, which is another cool one. But this is a Clayface that I think most of us have come to know and love. It is Matt Hagen's Clayface, who is voiced by the wonderful Ron Perlman, also known as Hellboy, or also known as Clay on Sons of Anarchy. Hmm. Plays Clayface and is named Clay. Isn't that ironic? It's like getting a free ride when you've already paid. I think this is the character that we get most of. Uh, we talked briefly earlier in the video that Boris Karloff was the actor who used the fate sculpting clay. So I think the DC writers and animators leaned into the two clay faces, Clayface one and two, Boris Karloff and Matt Hagen. Because if you remember when I was talking about earlier, Boris Karloff was an actor who really didn't have the shape-shifting abilities. He just used sculpting clay to uh, mask who he was. Well, Matt Hagen was a scuba diver who found this, and then he got the shape-shifting abilities. And what they basically did is Batman the Animated Series converged Matt Hagen, his name, and the shape-shifting abilities with the origin story of a Boris Karloff, kind of. Because he uses the... He uses the putty to change his appearance and with Roland Daggett he gets in too deep and basically pours all of it down his mouth and turns into Clayface. So you get the actor aspect, the origins, kind of the origin story of Boris from Clayface 1 and you're getting the Matt Hagen from uh, issue 2 or Clayface 2 and the shape-shifting abilities. And I think this is why if they ever do if a Clayface book is going to blow up Batman or Detective Comics issue 40 the first appearance Clayface is huge you're not going to get it but I also don't think if you're specking on a Clayface book that's the one to get because I think what everyone's going to be specking on is Matt Hagen and you can probably find a very low grade so in the couple hundreds because it just isn't a character there no one knows the origin story but that's probably the most realistic origin story to get I think you're going to get the shape-shifting. I think you're going to get the Matt Hagen. 
And Batman the Animated Series just shows you how great their storytelling is. They are taking a little bit of this and a little bit of that and making something new that people like and appreciate. And Feats of Clay is such a great story. If you want to hop into Clayface and know nothing about Clayface, probably before you even read the comics, I would recommend watching those two episodes of Feats of Clay because that is such a great representation of who Clayface is and who Clayface should be. We also are seeing Clayface now popping up in Harley Quinn series, which is that more R-rated animated show, and it's actually quite entertaining. You got Alan Tudyk, uh, who is voicing Clayface in this series, and he is hilarious and really cool, using more of the actor thespion uh, model of Clayface here as well, but we don't really know the backstory too much. We just know he's a shapeshifter. So if you haven't checked out the Harley Quinn, it was on DC Universe. Now it's on HBO Max. Go check it out. Now with that being said, let's talk about the comic books. Up first is Detective Comics 298. I mentioned this book already before. This is actually the first appearance of the second incarnation of Clayface. This is the Matt Hagen one. It's created by Bill Finger and Sheldon Baldoff. And this is one that I recommend reading because, again, like I said earlier, if they make a Clayface, I think it's going to be based off of the Matt Hagen character more than any of the others. And this is just a good introduction to who Clayface is, the type of thing that I think Clayface that people really connect with, the being able to morph and change into different creatures and shapes. And I think this is one to get you started with. So check out Detective Comics 298. Next on the list is a kid's book, Batman Little Gotham number 9. This is created art and writing by Dustin Nigan, and I'm sure I'm butchering your name, so I apologize, Dustin. If you watch it, let me know how to pronounce your last name. But this is a really cool book. This is actually where Batman and Robin are chasing Clayface, and Clayface goes into a Comic-Con and kind of hides out in the Comic-Con. And we get, which I think is actually the first comic book appearance of my boy Simon Trent, you know him better from his first appearance in Batman the Animated Series, voiced by the iconic Adam West, the Grey Ghost. Let's go! So you get this, Batman and Robin get to meet the Grey Ghost, Batman's hero, a little homage to the Batman the Animated Series in this issue, and they find Clayface because they do a Clayface kind of cosplay thing. It just is a fun book all around. So if you want just an enjoyable read, check out Batman Little Gotham, issue number 9. You get a little bit of the Grey Ghost, and you get a lot of Clayface. It's a good day. So moving into a little bit more current books, uh, we're going to look at Batman, volume 2. If you don't know, Batman is broken up into three volumes right now. Volume 1, volume 2, which is the Scott Snyder, volume 3, which is the Tom King, and now James Tynan. But it volume 2... Issues 19 and 20. It's called Nowhere Men. It's done by Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo. And this is just a great representation of what I think we resonate with as fans of Clayface. This is that, you know, he morphs into figures and he betrays people. He sets people up because they're 
committing crimes as like a Lucius Fox or Bruce Wayne. And people are like, whoa, how would they do this? And I think this is, if we're ever going to see a big screen or more um, live action TV of Clayface, we're going to get these this type of iteration, being able to morph, being able to, um, you know, do that kind of adjust the appearance of who they are. And this is a really fun read from Scott Snyder. If you want to kind of expand your horizon a little bit in the Clayface, Nowhere Man, Batman Volume 2, issues 19 through 20. Check it out. Up next, we have a series that kind of pops up a lot on this list. And this is Joker Asylum. These are a lot of fun one-shots where Joker kind of rehashes stories that he hears of the other inmates in Arkham Asylum talking. And this is created by Kevin Schneck and Kelly Jones. Kelly Jones, you know from the long, pointy-eared Batman. This is really just a cool story of Clayface is trying to... He actually goes to like a movie theater where they're showing his old films. This is a Boris Karloff version of Clayface, but he has that morphing ability like Matt Hagen's Clayface. And he kind of goes through this, and it's just a beautiful depiction of what Clayface is dealing with and struggling with. Definitely a fun read to check out. It's a quick one-shot. It'll be worth it. Joker Asylum issue Clayface. I don't. There's not numbers. It's just issue Clayface. And I've saved this book for last, not because it's necessarily my favorite, but I think it's going to be the most helpful for you if you're trying to dip your toes into the Clayface water. And this is Secret Origins issue number 44. And this is created by Mike Barr and Tom Grummet. Tom does the stuff on Robin from the Tim Drake series, which is. But that's neither here nor there. Another episode, another time. And what I really like about this issue, like I said, this will get you the best opportunity. If you're new to Clayface, this should be the first book to read. Because it shows the origin stories of all the Clay, not all, but a lot of the Clayfaces we talked about. The Boris Karloff, the Matt Hagen, the Preston Payne, the Lady Clayface. And it tells all their origin stories. So... Rather than trying to find the individual issues, they kind of lumped it into one issue. And I think this is one that you can just, as a reader, if you're trying to figure out, do you like Clayface? And then figure out which Clayface works for you. Because I'm not as much a fan of the Boris Karloff. I'm not as much of a fan of the Preston one. I like me Matt Hagen. I think I would also be fine with Lady Killer. Oh, not Lady Killer. Lady Clayface because of just... They represent the same style. They represent what I think about when I think of Clayface. And I think this would be a really good introduction to you if you're new to exploring Clayface and comics and want to know what to get. Gang, that's it. You got the favorite picks of comic books. You got the TV ones to watch. You got a little bit of spec on what to get. I want to know in the comments out of everything else. I want to know who is your favorite Clayface. There's eight to choose from. Let me know who's your favorite Clayface. With that being said, gang, I'm excited to bring you another episode very soon of Batman Villain Profiles. I've been working on a couple here. And as always, hopefully you can find some time to curl up, grab a book, and nerd out. Peace.